0: Noah's window. We've been talking about forgiveness, and today I wanted to jump back in and talk about the fact that forgiveness is a gift. And yesterday we talked about giving that gift of forgiveness to others who have offended us, but today let's talk a little bit about what God has given us as he's given us the gift of forgiveness. Uh, Very often I get the question, how can I know for sure that I'm forgiven? And I think we struggle with that. It reminds me of the series Mark's been talking about because we have that internal struggle within ourself and we're still fighting that sin nature every day and the memories of our past will come back and Satan likes to just throw his finger in our face and accuse us and, and, and uh, say that maybe we really aren't forgiven so it's uh, it's important for us to know for sure what our standing is and we have spent some time in the book of Romans talking about the fact that we have a standing before God Uh, But we're going to talk today about what that's based on. So jumping back into what we talked about a little bit yesterday in answering the question, how can I know for sure I'm forgiven? Let's remember this, just like we talked about yesterday. God doesn't deny our sin and God doesn't dismiss our sin. But the difference here is Jesus actually paid for our sin. So justice was executed. It it wasn't that God didn't let it go. God didn't say it didn't happen. What he did is he sent Jesus to die so that our sin could be paid for. And that's why it's so important to to understand that, to really know that we truly are forgiven because it's not based on us. It's based on what Jesus did for us. So that's how we can know for sure. So let's let's look at a few scriptures that will um, um, give us confirmation on that. And, you know, we'll go really quickly to First John. Now, First John is almost at the end of your New Testament. It's a short level letter that was written by John the Apostle. And there's three of them in a row. So we're going to look at the first one. In First John chapter 1, verse 9 says, If we confess our sins to him, to the Lord, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. So it's his faithfulness that we get that forgiveness from, not our faithfulness. Um, so it's it's based on us just going to him and asking for that forgiveness. He's promised that he will give that to us and cleanse us from that wickedness. So let's look at another verse. And we talked about how Romans, Romans is such a, a marvelous book to read, to have a better grasp of our standing before God and, and the new birth and how that all affects us and how it happens. So uh, in Romans chapter 4, verse 5, it says, but people are counted as righteous. Now think about that. We're counted as righteous. So if you're going to count off righteous, unrighteous, unrighteous, righteous. So if you're going to be counted as righteous, we're counted as righteous not because of their work, things that we've done, but because of their faith in God who forgives sinners. So it's not based on what we've done or not done, it's based on God who gives that gift of forgiveness. In fact, let's let's go ahead and go back to Romans 5.15. We read this yesterday. But there's a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, brought death to many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through this other man, Jesus Christ, Romans 5.15. So that gift of forgiveness is extended to all who believe on Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. So let's look at one more—well, um, it's a couple of verses, but I think they kind of go together. We talked about this not too long ago when John the Baptist was introducing Jesus, and he said, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. So in the, the translation is he, Jesus picks it up, that sin, and takes it away. And he's the only one who can do that. But he, So in the Gospel of John, chapter 1 and verse 29, is where we find that verse— and it says, the next day John, that's John the Baptist, saw Jesus coming toward him and said, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Now, the place that we can go to see the fulfillment of that when that actually happened is if we go to Colossians 2.14, which Mark will tell you is his very favorite verse. And it truly is. Um, and such a powerful verse. And again, uh, Colossians is a letter that Paul wrote to the church at Colossae. And in chapter 2, verse 15, or verse 14, I'm sorry. It says he, and this is Jesus, canceled the record of charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. Now, remember yesterday we talked about the illustration of the debtor no no longer getting invoices because the debt has been paid. That's what Jesus did, according to Colossians. When he died on the cross, he actually nailed our sin to the cross and canceled it. It was paid in full. So when we question ourselves, can we really be forgiven? Remember, it's not based on us and what we do. It's based on Jesus and what he did. And that's where our confidence can be that we truly are forgiven. So I hope that encourages your heart today. Let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father, thank you so much for the privilege of being forgiven and knowing that based on what Jesus did for us on the cross, we can truly know that we're forgiven. And if there's anyone watching or listening today who does not, know that that is the case in their life. I just pray that this will be the day they would call on you and say, yes, Lord, I know I'm a sinner and I need that forgiveness. I need what Jesus provided for me and I want to be his child. I want to be forgiven. And I just pray that you would give that person the courage and the faith to call on you even today to receive that free gift of forgiveness that Jesus has provided for us and that you offer to us. And we're going to thank you for all that you're doing. Help us as a church at New Spring that we can come alongside and help all those who are just growing in their faith and we can continue to be uh, good good, um, teachers and, and helpers to help people grow along the way. We want to serve you well. And thank you for all the things that you're doing. For those who are especially going through difficult times today, I just pray that you would just carry them in your strength. And I just pray that you would guide with wisdom, Give us grace, give us comfort, and most of all, would you wrap us up in your love. Draw us close to you because we need to be so near to you, Father. And we're going to thank you for all the things that you are doing and are still yet going to do. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day today, and we'll look forward again to seeing you on Noah's Window tomorrow. God bless.